Praise God, praise God. Welcome to Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. Pastor Mike here. Glad you could join us. Why don't we go right to prayer? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much for this day that you have made, O Lord, for we shall indeed rejoice and be also glad in it, O Lord. We pray that as we go through this message today, O Lord God, I pray that Holy Spirit will minister to every single listener that is out there today, O Lord God. Heavenly Father, you know the needs, you know the desires, you know what's going on in their lives, O Lord God. So I pray that you speak to them in your own special way. We praise you, Heavenly Father. We magnify thy name. I give it all to you, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen, 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 amen. Praise God. Glad you could join us today. And uh, here we are in the uh, uh, moving forward into, I can't believe the uh, middle of January is, is rapidly approaching already for this year. And um, as God has uh, um, given us many insights, as I've said before, about um, thing, things to progress in this year, this new season, this new journey of 2022. And in moving forward, um, God has given us weapons and, and showed us how to, to, to overcome as things come, come, come up in our lives, okay? But uh, I want to also tell you that, uh, you know, you can be prepared that you will run into some challenges because that's the way life is. Uh, Jesus said that you will have tribulation, but he's greater than those tribulations and he will overcome them, you know. And God brought Israel through trials and tribulations. And uh, uh, one of the, th the things that comes to mind is the Red Sea event, you know, and we all have Red Seas in our lives. There are, are always times in our lives where where we get to a, a, a place that's not so good, you know, but God wants us to be prepared for that and to realize that even though we may run into a Red Sea in our life, that God is indeed going to bring us through it. He'll, he will cross us over and get us to, uh, to where we need to go to continue us on our journey safely, okay? And uh, uh, so, so, so don't be worried, you know, if and when things come up. You know, while we are, are struggling and we call out to God and he hears us, you know, he will always set us free the way he set Israel free. You know, but the enemy doesn't like losing, you know. He doesn't like losing when you've been set free and you've gathered yourself together and you've fought back and you've pushed back and you decided to follow God. The enemy doesn't like that. And so he really tries to bring you back to where you were, to bring you back to Egypt, so to speak. Okay, because that's where God set Israel free from. You know, they were in bondage to, uh, to Egypt for 400 years and God set them free. And so God is saying to you today that if indeed you run into a Red Sea in your life, that God is going to set you free. He's going to cross you over so that you can continue on the journey that he has in mind for you. Amen. Amen. So don't be worried about it. You know, God is greater is greater um, um, than any one or thing or spirit that can try to come against you to hinder your growth and development in him. He is greater than that, and he will indeed bring you through the Red Sea, through your Red Sea, you know. So let's go to scripture because I want to show you what the Word of God is saying uh, or has said about the Red Sea and, and how it applies to our lives here in the 21st century. You know, I always say that uh, this book, the Bible, is, is such, an, such an awesome book. It's a living book. Um, uh, it, 
it wasn't just written and then just put on the shelf like, you know, uh, Gone with the Wind. Every time you pick up the book, Gone with the Wind, it'll, it will always read the same. Not so with the Bible. You know, if you are prayerfully reading the Bible and, and consulting Holy Spirit as you read, you'll see that like the Word of God says, it is a living Word. It's alive. It's alive. And it will speak to your specific moment. Okay? Even though some of the events in this book, the Bible, were captured you know, on, on generations ago, you know, in a few cases, thousands of years ago, uh, it still applies to us today. You know, Jesus Christ, roughly give or take 2,000 years ago. Old Testament, you know, the events there are older than that. But it's a living Bible, and what the Word of God is saying applies to you today. Okay, the thing for us to do and to figure out is how do we apply those events to us today in the 21st century. Amen. So we're going to talk about Red Seas today, okay, because everyone has Red Seas from time to time in their lives, and we're going to talk about crossing those Red Seas, all right? So let's go right to the right to the Word of God, and we're going to start by going to Exodus 3, Exodus 3, and we want to do chapter, uh, Exodus chapter 3, verse number 7, okay? Exodus 3, Exodus 3, verse number 7. And it's be a good time to pause and say, if you don't have your Bible, please hit pause. Go and get your Bible, maybe a notepad and a pencil or something or a pen. And, and take notes, a highlighter for your Bible and highlight because it's, it's most effective in hearing, in hearing these messages if you're someplace where you can do so, to grab your Bible and, and highlight because the things that you highlight in your Bible uh, will come back to you um, later on as you're praying and consulting Holy Spirit for guidance. Amen? Amen. So Exodus 3, verse uh, number seven, Exodus three, verse number seven. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt. And I have heard the cry by reason of the task taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. Pausing it there for a minute. If you're going through a, tra a troubling time right now, and you've been praying about it, and you've been crying out to God, know that he hears your cry. Okay. He hears your cry. You're not in a wilderness all by yourself. You're not someplace in a vacuum. God is hearing your cry. It's like he said to Israel here. The Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt, and I have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrow. So God knows what you're going through. Amen. Verse number eight. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land and a large unto a land flowing with milk and honey unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. God hears you. The cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. And I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Okay. If you think that, that um, God is not seeing what you're going through, you know, don't be mistaken because God does. You know, God does. He knows if you're having trouble, you know, with someone on the job, uh, someone in the office there, uh, someone in the family. Uh, maybe it's a housing situation or maybe it's a, it's a medical situation. You know, maybe it's an infirmity. Uh, but whatever it is that you're going through, financial or whatever, God hears your cries. He knows the sorrows and he knows exactly what the pain is. OK, so just just be aware of that. You're not in this by yourself, not by not by a long shot. Verse number 10 says, Come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? Okay, Moses is saying, Well, who am I? Okay, and he said, Certainly I will bless, I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth 
the people out of Egypt. You shall serve God upon this mountain. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers has sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What is his name? What shall I say unto them? Verse 14, And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am have sent me unto you. Okay? Our God is I am that I am. Meaning that God is forever in existence. He requires no sustenance. He is self-sustaining. Okay? We require a mother and father to be physically born into this earth. Okay? And we have an existence that is dependent upon God. God has an existence that is dependent upon nothing but himself. I am that I am, meaning that he is what he is. He is who he says that he is. And this is the same all-powerful, all-existing God that is there to help you. It will bring you through your Red Sea if you're struggling with something right now. I am that I am. Is the same God that was speaking to Moses and say, go to Pharaoh and tell them this, and tell the people that I am that I am, meaning that there is none other besides me. There's none other before or after me. I am that I am, okay? All right. And so we see that this God is the same one that can deliver you. There is no difference, okay? And then the events that get more interesting. Uh, God sent Moses to Pharaoh, but he didn't want to set, set Israel free, and the devil doesn't want you set free either. Okay, and so we see that if we go to, to Genesis, I'm sorry, Exodus uh, 13, Exodus 13, and we want to start with verse number 17, okay, okay, now he went there and, uh, uh, you know, like I said, you know, you know the, the, the events there, Pharaoh didn't want to let, let uh, Israel go, and then we get to 17, uh, and it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near, okay? Moses went to Pharaoh, and you, and you know you know what happened. You know the history, okay? Okay, our Pharaoh was so, so reluctant, so resistant. Finally, he said, okay, go. We had the plagues and all of that, okay? And, and, and Pharaoh said, go, all right? So God said, I'm going to take them. But it says here that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, unless peradventure the people repent, when they see war and they return to Egypt, okay? So God said that I'm not going to take the people of Israel, even though this way would be shorter. I'm not going to take them that way because if they see the war, if they see the conflict that's going on, they're going to, to, to give up and they're going to want to go back to where they were. They want to go back to Egypt, okay? Okay, because at least in Egypt, they're being fed and so on like that, okay? So, so, so God, in bringing you through your Red Sea, and bringing you through where God wants you to be. He may not take you in a direction that would be short for you or, or, or familiar to you, okay? Because God knows that if he takes you in that particular direction, if you run into a conflict in your life, that you're going to reject where you're going. You're going to say, oh, Lord, I wish I had been left alone. I wish I had just stayed in the position that I was in. I wish that I was just where I was so I wouldn't have these. Now I have new conflicts in front of me. Okay, so, 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 so God, God may not take you in the, in the easiest direction, the shortest direction, so it would seem, okay, so it would seem to you perhaps, okay, because God knows you, 
and God knows the circumstances in front of you, okay? He says, it says there, it says that, but God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea, and the children went up harnessed out of the land of Egypt, okay? But he didn't want to take them the easiest way, although it was near. For God said in 17, unless peradventure the people repent when they see war, and they return to Egypt. But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness, of the Red Sea, and the children of Israel went up harnessed out of the land of Egypt, okay? So he took them through the wilderness, through the wilderness. God may lead you also what may appear to be a wilderness. It may seem to you that it's a wilderness, that it's an unfriendly place where you're going. But if you are following what God is telling you to do, you do not have to worry because your story will end up good, it will end up good the same way this story ended up good. Okay? okay, but you have to remember that, all right, in going through 22, okay, whatever things may pop up, your Red Sea, going through your wilderness, if you're following God, you indeed will be okay, okay, you will be okay, okay, and, you know, and so then it goes on to say here, um, three, whoops, my Bible jumped back on me here, let's go back to 13, praise the living God. Okay. Then it goes on to say in verse number 19, And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had straightly sworn the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones away hence uh, from, from before you. From before you. And they took their journey from Succoth and encamped in Etham in the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. Okay? So as God is, is leading you, as God is taking you, he will also give you signs to follow. Okay? The pillar here, the pillar that went before them, it said, was to lead them the way. God will lead you through this wilderness, through this difficult time that you're going through. He will give you visible signs for you to follow. He'll watch over you during the day. He will watch over you during the night. But you have to have confidence in God. Confidence in God, okay? This wilderness experience that we all wind up having in our lives, I mean, it's part of the ups and downs, the peaks and valleys that we have as Christians, as children of God, because the devil does not want you to be at peace. He does not want you to have, have a safe, stable life. So he will throw things at us, okay? But we have to remember, though, that God said he'll lead us through, okay? So the same way that he had a pillar of cloud by day, God will give you signs. He'll give you signs where to follow. It may be a phone call, maybe a letter, someone will, 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 will speak to you. You, you know, a total stranger may say something to you which will confirm what you're feeling Holy Spirit is telling you to do. But God will lead you. God will lead. And it says, and, and, uh, uh, and by night in a pillar of fire, to give them light to go day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day or by night. Okay? So God was faithful in doing this for all of the time that they were traveling. Okay? And that's what you have to remember also. All right? Whatever you're going through, if you've got some financial issues right now, and you're not 100% sure on how you're going to see it through, how are you going to make ends meet? God will guide you. He will provide. The same way for all of the time that Israel was in the desert, was in the wilderness, God provided for them. God will provide for you too. As long as you're following his word and you're keeping his commandments and you're being faithful to him, okay? Don't let the devil get you down and start telling you that it's a hopeless cause, okay? Your God is not going to help you. That's one of the lies that I was telling you to stay away from. 
Don't accept those lies, you know. You're defeated. You're defeated. God doesn't love you anymore. You slipped and stumbled. You did this. You did that. You know, you're not worthy, you know. Okay, God doesn't love you anymore. That's not so at so all. That's a lie that is, is, is spawned in the pit of hell. Reject it. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Okay, God loves you. God loves you, okay? And he's going to bring you through this wilderness that you're in right now if you're there. And he's going to get you to cross any red seas that may come up before you. Okay, alrighty. And if things things are going, you know, rosy and things are really great right now, this message is also saying to you that if and when you do get into your wilderness, God will bring you through it. God will bring you through it. Amen. Amen. So, so, so continue here. It says that he took not away, verse 22, he took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from, uh, from before the people. Okay. So, so he, 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 Moses got them out as he went there, got Israel free. Okay. And now they're about to start on their journey. Okay. So now if we go to uh, Exodus 14, Exodus 14, Exodus number 14, and we're going to start at verse number 1. Okay? Now, this is where the events really start getting interesting. Amen? Really start getting interesting. Verse number 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they turn and encamp before Pihahiroth, between Migdal and the sea, over against Baal-Zephon, before it shall you encamp by the sea. For Pharaoh shall say, of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. Okay. So, so Pharaoh, so he's saying, God is saying here that Pharaoh saved the children. They are entangled in the land and the wilderness has shut them in. You see, when you've been set free, if you're a born-again believer, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you've been set free. The devil doesn't like that, okay? You've been set free from the dominion of darkness and sickness and death. He, he, he does not like you being free, okay? So the devil likes to wait until he thinks he has you in a place where in the issues of life that you're going through has trapped you in and that you start feeling like, gee whiz, I, I, I simply cannot escape you know, I, I was set free and whatnot, but in moving forward here, I'm, I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm not going to be able to make it. The devil likes to make you think that you're trapped in, which is what he was trying to do with Israel here. Okay. And it said, and it says there that I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them. The devil will come after you to want to try to bring you back to where you were. Okay. To bring you back to where you were. Pharaoh wanted to bring Israel back to Egypt, back into bondage and back into slavery. The devil does not want you to be free, okay? okay? You know, once you've won out and once you've accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you've been set free, and things are going so well on your job, in your married life, in your family life, uh, in your community, you know, you're being blessed, okay? Your bank account is looking good. Then all of a sudden, something happens where all of that gets destroyed or, or becomes very difficult for you. The devil wants you to feel like, gee whiz, I can bring him back. I can bring her back to the safety of Egypt. I can bring him or her back to the safety of being in bondage and enslaved because at least back then, things were going good. They were being fed. You were getting what you needed. At least you were getting by. At least you were getting by. Now, it seems like all of a sudden that things are impossible for you. Okay? All right? This goes on to say in verse number five, and it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled in the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants was turned against the people. And 
and they said, why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? See, that's the devil saying, why did I let them escape? You know, why did I let them go? They were here, they were serving us. We had it good with them serving us. Verse 6, and he made ready his chariot and took his people with him. And he took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel, and the children of Israel went out on high land. But the Egyptians pursued after them, all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army, and overtook them in camping by the sea, beside Pehiroth, before Baal-zephon. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were sore afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. Okay? Now, when the devil starts chasing behind you and wants you to worry and become fearful, he makes a lot of noise. He makes a lot of noise. Okay? Pharaoh and his whole army, the chariots and everything, and Israel, Israel heard the noise behind him, heard the hoofbeats, heard the chariot wheels turning. You know, you know, you know, look back and saw the commotion behind them. They knew they were being pursued. Okay. When you've been set free and the devil wants to bring you back to where you were before to bring you back into, in, into bondage, into worrying, you know, he wants to make you fearful and he, he, he gives you, he gives you good notice that he's coming after you. And that is the things that are, and that is through the things that are going on around you. Okay. Okay. The noise of the things going on around you, the noise of the things going on around you that would make you uh, almost not be able to hear what God is saying to you. Okay. All right, all right. This, this is how the devil wants. He works. He wants to bring you back to where you were before. Right now, you decided to, you're going to trust God. You gave yourself to Jesus Christ. He's your Lord and Savior. And now this little thing that's going on in your life to upset your apple cart, things are not going well. The devil is making noise to make you want to forsake God, to give up on God and to go back into the lifestyle that you were in before. Okay. That's his agenda. That's his, his, his agenda. He doesn't like losing. He doesn't like losing. Okay, okay. He has an inkling. You know, you know, the, the, the devil is not is that not omniscient. He's not all knowing like God is. But he has an inkling that God has something special in mind for you. He has an inkling that God is preparing an awesome, wondrous life for you. Okay? All right. Even though there may be challenges along the way. Okay? But the devil knows that God has something in mind for you, and he wants to get your eyes and your thoughts and your trust in God. He wants to get rid of that. He wants to make you feel like you're just wandering in this wilderness here, and God is not going to save you. And then he comes after you again because he wants to bring you back to Egypt. He wants to bring you right back into bondage all over again. Okay, And then it says in verse number 11, and they said unto Moses, and then it says, it says that in verse number 10, when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. See, he's making noise, and you can see, they can see the devil coming after them. Okay, They were so afraid, and the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. Don't let the devil make you afraid. God's going God's gonna to bring you through this. And they cried out to the Lord. And they said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, Hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Okay. So now right away here, what is that they're saying? You know, why have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Now all of a sudden Israel, they're getting weak kneed and they're getting nervous now because all of a sudden there's a challenge before them. And they're saying, why did you take us out of Egypt? You know, you know this is what the devil wants to make you think. Jesus, why did I give myself to the Lord? 
I should have kept my lifestyle the way it was, okay? At least back then I this, at least back then I had at least this, at least, at least when I was in my old life, okay? The devil wants to try to make you think that it was a mistake for you to become a born-again Christian, all right, okay? And where you get to the point you're saying, Jesus, why did I leave my ex-life? Why did I leave my past life, okay? okay? This is referred to as we Christians. This is um, referred to as our Egypt experience, it was your 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 your, your pre-born again days, the life that you lived. You don't want to go back to that. You don't want to go back to that. Okay, okay. Even though at some points in that old life, you know, maybe you felt like there was some joy. Maybe you felt like you were riding on high. All right. But the fact was that you were in Egypt. Okay, and and your eternal life. Okay, was doomed. Now you're set free, and the devil wants to try to bring you back. That's why he's putting fear in your heart. That's why he's putting fear in your life. That's why he's trying to make you miserable and to question whether or not God can deliver you. Well, God can. The same way he delivered Israel, God will deliver you. He will deliver you. Okay? Say, wherefore hast thou dealt with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Verse number 12. Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than, than that we should die in the wilderness. Okay. Would you believe that they actually had told Moses, when Moses first started talking to them, to, to leave us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? They wanted to stay in bondage. Okay? They wanted to stay in bondage. For it, it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. All right? So now all of a sudden, here they are. You know, they're giving up on what God said. God had told Moses to tell them that I am has sent me. All right? So they're just overlooking that, that God has spoken directly to them and said that I'm going to take care of you. They're overlooking that and they're saying, oh, Moses, why didn't you just leave us be? You know, we told you we wanted to stay there and just serve the Egyptians. Do you want to go back and start serving your old bondage days? Do you want to go back and be the way you were? You know, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, just because right now maybe there's a challenge before you. Don't start yearning for the old days. Don't start yearning for your old Egypt experience. Okay? All right? God has a better plan for you the same way he did for Israel. All right? All right? Okay? But getting to that plan, you may be in a wilderness. You may have a red sea to cross. But God will get you there. God will get you there. Amen? So he says in verse number 13, And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, fear you not, stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. And I'm saying to you today to stand still. Okay? Stand still. Fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. All right? You've got something going on. Stand still and see the salvation of God in your life. Stop running around in a tiz. Don't be worried about what's going on behind you. You know, that's nothing but the devil himself trying to scare you, trying to frighten you, and trying to make you give up on God and bring you back into captivity again. Okay? Okay? Stand still. God is saying it. Fear you not. Do not be afraid, saint of God, listening to this message. Fear you not and stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. God will show you this today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen, seen today, you shall see them no more. Okay, verse number 14 says, the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Please, please underline or highlight that in your Bible. Amen. The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. You don't have to worry. 
God will fight for you. And because of the fact that if you can just sit back and know that regardless of the clamor of the noise that the devil is making behind me where he's pursuing me and trying to bring me back into my old life, to stand still and watch and see the salvation of the Lord because it says that, that he will fight for you, okay? And you shall hold your peace. If you're not at peace right now, it's because you're trying to fight for yourself. You're trying to do it yourself. And you can't. You can't. God is mightier than you. God is mightier than the enemy. God is mightier than the evil that is trying to, 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 to just destroy you and to make you worry and to fret. Stand still and see what God is going to do because he's going to fight for you. And because you know that God is going to fight for you, you shall hold your peace. It goes on to say in verse number 15, And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me, speaking to the children of Israel, that they go forward? So God tells Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people of Israel to keep moving forward. And I'm saying to you today, keep moving forward. Don't look back. Keep on moving forward. God is going to fight your battle. Okay? But lift thou up thy rod and stretch out thine hand over the sea and, and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. Okay? Now here he's telling Moses to do something which is rather strange. Got this army behind him, army of Egyptians behind him, and he's saying, Lift up thy rod, stretch out thy hand over the sea, and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. Now, to the average person, they say, Well, Jesus, that's a huge sea out there. Now, how merely lifting up my hand, you know, how are the people of Israel going to go through it? All right? Okay. This problem before you, which may seem as massive as a Red Sea, God is going to have you go through it. God is going to take you right through that Red Sea that is presently in, in your life and is before you. Okay? Trust God when he says that. All right? So he told Moses, lift up his hand. Verse 17, And behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them, and I will get me honor upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts, upon his chariots and upon his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord, that I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots, and upon the horsemen. So otherwise, he's going to say that the actions that I'm going to take, Pharaoh are going to, Pharaoh is going to know that I am God. Okay? That I am the Lord. Verse 19. And the angel of God which went before the camp of, of Israel removed and went behind them. Okay? Remember those angels before them in the form of the, the cloud. And the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. And it and uh, it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave uh, light uh, by night to these so that the one came not near the other all the night. Okay? You see, God is protecting them. Okay? God will protect you also during this time. He'll be before you and he will be behind you. He will have it so that the enemy will not be able to see you. Okay? The enemy will not be able to put his hands on you. And it, verse 20, and it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel, and it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave light by night to these so that the one came not near the other all night. Okay? So God kept them separated from harm. While God is taking you through this wilderness experience and about to take you across and through your Red Sea, God will protect you from the enemy. Be that enemy in the form of a, of a boss, of a bill, you know, the bank or creditor or whatever it is that's going on, a family member that is really threatening you. Whatever that threatening thing is, God will keep you safe. He will separate you. He will stand between you and any harm that is trying to enter into your life. And it says there, 21, And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night. 
and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. God will take you through those deep waters. You've heard the expression, how are you doing? Oh, gee, so much going on, I just feel like I'm drowning. When the waters of life start coming upon you where you feel like you are drowning, God will lead you right through it on dry ground, okay? And that dry ground will be stability under your feet where you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about the waters that are, are, are such a, a bringing, trying to bring turmoil into your life, okay? All right? You will be able to see clearly before you where God is going to, to guide you. This is 2022 and God has a plan for you. God has a plan for you. This is a new season and you are going to be on a new journey. Be it a physical journey or be it a spiritual journey, God is going to take you into his hand. He's going to show you that he is indeed, I am that I am, and that he is all powerful. And he will bring you through your Red Sea, whatever it might be that is before you, or whatever it might be that may be in the future to come before you. Remember that God will take you through any Red Sea that will present itself in your life. Amen. 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 And so it says, and the children of Israel um, went into the dry ground, see upon dry ground, verse 22, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right and their left, 23, and the Egyptians pursued and went in after them to the midst of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. And it came to pass that in the morning, morning watch, the Lord looked upon, uh, looked unto the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud and troubled the host of the Egyptians. Okay. And took off their chariot wheels, that they drave them heavily, so that the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fighteth for them against the Egyptians. For the Lord fighteth for them against the Egyptians. The enemy that's trying to come after you, devil, the, 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 the devil is not going to win out. The devil in the form of whatever that problem is, that person is, that situation is, is not going to win out over you. Okay, okay, okay. God will, God will turn them into confusion. God will turn those that are pursuing you, will turn it into confusion for them. Okay, God will win over them. All right, he's not going to, God knows that, that those issues of life, those things that are, are, are troubling you, you know, be they again in, in the form of a person, situation, circumstances, whatever, God will take charge of that and he will prevent those situations or those people from overcoming you, from overtaking you. Okay, and the Lord said unto Moses, verse 26, stretch out thine hand over the sea that the waters may uh, come again against the, uh, come upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength when the morning appeared. The sea returned to his strength when the morning appeared, and the Egyptians fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Okay? God will drown the problem. God will drown out that problem that's trying to raise up against you. God will dry and drown out that situation and take care of that situation that's trying to just overcome you and make you wish you were back into bondage where you were. God will take care of it for you. And the thing about it is what seems to be impossible, the Red Sea that is before you, that may seem so impossible to, to, to conquer, to go through, God will indeed divide it the same way he did here with this Red Sea. Okay? The same way. All right? All right? God is greater than any, any, any obstacle, obstacle that could be in your life. He'll take you through it. Take you through it. You just have to trust in him and do exactly what it says to do. Okay? It would have seemed pretty silly. Like I said, for Moses, raise my staff and my arm and, and the sea will park before you. God may give you something to do or something to say that may seem totally uh, unrelated to, to your problem. 
they seem totally unrelated to your issue. All right. Okay. Okay. But 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 don't think that the you know the, the foolishness of God is is wisdom and its power. What you think is foolish is wisdom and its power if you simply follow what He tells you to do. I certainly have had that happen to me. God has had me say and do certain things that that would seem totally unrelated to the to to my situation. And when I did exactly what He told me to do, it was amazing at the results and the things that happened. Okay. God's thoughts are, uh, are not your thoughts. His ways are not your ways. You just remember that. Okay? The same way God told Moses to raise his arm with his staff, God may tell you to, tell you to do something equally uh, um, as, as uh, seemingly unrelated to the problem of getting through that Red Sea. You just make sure you do it. Okay? And saying to God, get accustomed to doing things like that because this is 2022 and God has said that this is a new season. This is a new journey. All right? Spiritually speaking, Many of us may need to go to a different level in our walk with God. It may be time for you to stop, you, you know, eating, eating pablum and, and, and eating baby food and to really start chewing on some spiritual meat, you know. Maybe in this year, 2022, God wants to show you and open your eyes to some of the deeper things of him, to get you walking more closely with him. He may reveal to you some of the some of the deeper mysteries of his word and how he acts and how he how he responds, you know, to prayer and in conversation with you. You know, maybe God is just trying to open your eyes so that you can really, really see and really, really trust him for the things that will lie before you in this journey. I look towards every new season, every new year, every new journey as an exciting time with the Lord because you never know what he has in store for you, but awesome and wondrous things, okay? And there will be tribulations along the way, yes, indeed, but we must, we must remember, okay, that God is God. He is, I am, and he's your heavenly father. So that means that nothing for him is impossible, meaning that the things in your life, there's nothing impossible that God can't overcome. There's nothing possible that God can't overcome. Okay? Okay? He's there for you. He's there for you. You just have to trust in Him. Okay? And think about that Red Sea experience that may be in your life now or could possibly be in your life at some point. But God will indeed bring you through it. Okay? Verse 27 again, And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength when the morning appeared, and the Egyptians fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. And the waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the host of Pharaoh that came unto the sea after them. There remained not so much as one of them. God wiped out the problem totally. God will wipe out your problem totally. Okay. And the wonderful thing about that too is that when God wipes out a problem that was such a huge Red Sea, a giant, a Goliath of a problem before you, when God wipes out that Red Sea, you will sit back and you'll, with awe and you'll say, wow, wow. Praise you, Lord. Praise you. You'll fall down on your knees and you'll praise him and you'll bless him. Because while you did not see how that was possible at all, that God saved you. Okay? God saved you from it. And I've had so many Red Seas off and on in my life that I mean, I, I, would, I would have to have a sermon for each one of those experiences. I mean, I love the Lord so much. He's shown me time and time again that he has brought me through some impossible, seemingly impossible situations throughout my life. Okay, throughout my life. Okay, and I've been in the Lord for many years, many years. I've been blessed with many good years of life. Thank God. 
God, thank God. Amen. Amen. And I can think back on those days. So when I am relaying this to you, this message to you, believe me, I'm giving you this from, from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of my spirit. I'm speaking from, from experience here, you know. And when God shares these messages with me and reminds me of these messages to share with you, I can preach them with, with, such, uh, with such earnest because I know the truth of what these words are saying. I know the truth in what the Word of God is saying because I've lived it in my life. I've lived it in my life. I've had some seemingly impossible situations that God overcame. Amen? God overcame. There's nothing too hard for Him to do. Okay, so it says here that there was, there was nothing left of the Egyptians. There was, the same with your problem. There'll be nothing left of them at all. Not so much as one. 29, but the children of Israel walked upon dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right and on their left. Thus, the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. You look back and you see your problem is dead. Your problem is gone. Your problem is gone. Matter of fact, you may be wondering how the problem even existed as long as it did. Okay? All right? And, and, and someday, you know, the Lord is an awesome God. You know, someday at some point in time, you know, whatever it is that he brings you through and the various actions that had to take place for him to get you to where he wants you to be, at some point, Holy Spirit may reveal them to him. He may not, but he may reveal to you. He may reveal to you exactly why you went through that wilderness experience. He may reveal to you why it took the time that it did to bring you through that experience. He may or he may not. I know there have been some times where I've been through a wilderness experience that took some time for me to get through. And at some point in time later on, God revealed to me that certain things had to be moved around on this chessboard of life. Certain things had to be moved around strategically in my life in order to get me to where I was. And other times there were some things that God just did it to this day. I don't know how he handled it. I don't care. I mean, he did, you know, and I trust him, you know. What I'm saying to you is to, to, is to get accustomed to, 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 to working, with, to working with, with a God that is so awesome, that is the master planner. He knows your wilderness experience. He knows the Red Sea that lays, lies before you. He'll bring you through it. And he may reveal to you at some point in your life how he did it and why it took the time that it did, but then again, he may not. But don't be worried about that. Don't be worried about that if you, if you don't see it, if you don't understand the why. Just know that God was on the case, and God is indeed on the case, all right? 30, verse 30 again, Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore, and Israel saw what great work which the Lord did unto upon the Egyptians. And the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Amen, amen, and amen. Israel saw what great work the Lord did to the Egyptians. You will see the work that God will do to your Egyptians, those issues of life that are coming against you, that are chasing behind you, trying to bring you back to a lifestyle that you had before you came to Jesus. Amen? Amen? God will bring you through. Amen? Remember that we all, we all have a wilderness experience at some points in our life. We all, have, we all have a Red Sea that we have to cross, all right? But God will bring you through. God will get you across any Red Seas that come, come up in your life. Amen? Amen? Praise God. Just trust Him and know that I am is with you. He's here right now. He's here right now. He's with us. He's with us. Pray to Him. Speak to Him. Trust Him. Because he will indeed bring you through. 
Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I, I hope this message was a blessing to you. And if it was, please share the link uh, to reach us with, with others. We can be reached at www.genesis1, one word, www.genesis1.sermon.net. And if you look in the upper right-hand corner, you'll see a subscribe button. Press that subscribe button and you'll be notified automatically when uh, these messages are available. Uh, also, something new is uh, we're on YouTube. Uh, right now. So if you go to YouTube and just type in the search bar, uh, Genesis 1 Christian Ministries, Genesis 1 Christian Ministries, you'll be take, taken to our channel on YouTube. All right. And uh, um, we're trying to make it easier and easier for you to find us. Uh, again, we have apps uh, on, on, the, um, on Google Play, the Google Store, and apps on the uh, Apple on the Apple iOS uh, format also. So we have apps available at YouTube, uh, get to us through the, through the, through the website. Um, it's also that you can more easily access uh, these messages. Amen, amen. Praise God, praise God again. I hope this message was a blessing to you. And remember, God can bring you through any Red Sea, any wilderness experience you might be going through. Amen, in the name of Jesus. Why don't we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that, for this time that we've had with you, Lord God. And we pray that we keep these words deeply rooted in our spirits, O oh Lord God, so that as the red seas and the wilderness experiences of life come up, O oh Lord God, we shall remember that you are, I am, that I am, and that you will indeed bring us through. You will keep us safe during this journey, and you will bring us to where you would have us to be in your promised land, O oh Lord. We praise you, Lord. We magnify thy most glorious name. In the matchless name of Jesus, amen, amen. Praise God, praise God. Again, hope you enjoyed the message. Go forth through the balance of the day and, and be blessed, okay? And know that Jesus is Lord. And I sing praises to your